0: actually 20 years ago this week that this magical moment happened for the New England Patriots. Johnny Paxton will snap from the far hash mark angle to the left for Adam Bonetari, 48 yard field goal attempt, set to go, snap, ball down, kick up, kick is on the way, and it is good! And you know what's funny about that night? I was a Patriot fan that night after the leg of Adam Minniteri pulled off one of the you know most recent upsets at the time, at the time against the Rams, who just a few years earlier with Kurt Warner beat the Titans. We all know how that went. But that kick, that year for the Patriots, Tom Brady, that was his first ring of, I don't know. Six with the Patriots. Seven overall. But I, I focus on that because, hey, it's the anniversary 20 years ago. You thought, the and we all needed the Yankees-Diamondbacks World Series. But you fast forward to February. February 3rd, 2002. The emotions of that Super Bowl. And Brady and the Patriots and Adam Vinatieri did it, as I said, first of six times. And I became less of a Patriot fan as time went on. I felt, I didn't really care about the cheating. I just felt Brady, Belichick, Kraft, they were all just arrogant, really, is how I felt. But you cannot knock the man, Tom Brady. Who, after 20, 20, 22 seasons, retires this week? I thought maybe that the false start by the sports journalists. I mean, how do you let that happen? It's like saying the queen has been dead has died. By the way, she elevated uh, Camilla today to queen when she is passed on. And when uh, Charles becomes king. So a huge development in the uh, at Buckingham Palace. But reporting, misreporting that Tom Brady is retiring is exactly like saying to the world, the queen has died when she hasn't. That's how magnanimous it was when it was first leaked out, first reported, even... Tom Brady's social media team at TB12 Sports was posting how he retired, only to take down that tweet, that post. And of course, once the kick kickoffs happened for both games, uh, I'll get to that in a second. Once the kickoff happened for both games, it was it was about the games. It wasn't about Brady. But I gained respect for Tom Brady this week because as arrogant and cocky as he may come off and how he may dress sometimes going to the field, i mean, he just he, and the way he acts when he loses, all of that, you can't, uh, you got to have more respect for him now, realizing that, yeah, he actually wanted to wait until so the Joe Burrows, the Mahomeses, the Staffords, the Garoppolos of that weekend, championship weekend, had their day. I believe he wanted to wait till after Championship Sunday to make that announcement. And then he did. And it was official. After 22 seasons, Tom Brady had retired. And that is my Fanatics Sports Report. They're not actually sponsoring this podcast yet. Maybe. But they have sponsored my TikTok, NYC one So I figured, why not try it on the podcast? And I've been saving it up all week. All week. Just couldn't get to it on Friday. My thoughts on this. Do you know. Personally. There was only one game. I had seen Tom Brady win. In person. It was on a cold night. (laughs) December 2007. into 08. You know they were trying to get to that. um, Perfect regular season. And on one big toss from Brady, I think it was Tomas at the time, with under two minutes to go, he won the game. But the Giants looked strong that night, and we all know what happened in Glendale just a few, day, a few weeks later. That first Super Bowl against the Patriots. But to see them go 19- uh to see them go at the time 16-0 was pretty cool. To see Tom Brady in person was just. He felt like he looked automatic at that point. And that was the only time I ever really saw Tom Brady in person with his winning ways. But the impact he's had on this game, had on the culture, I would say had on the world, is probably one of the most of any athlete. I'm sorry, Michael. Jordan. But Brady's retirement rocked the world. Now, he is going to play one day, one game with the Patriots to retire as them, uh, to retire as a Patriot. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. But you cannot, um, you cannot say this retirement is the most magnanimous. Of any sports. Legend. And I just got from Fanatics. My great one. 99 Ranger jersey. By the way. Jersey if you will. And I'm excited about that. By the way if you go to Fanatics.com. Right now. what I'm typing to get you to the website. They've got a pretty good deal. 65% off site wide. Using the code. Passer. That's. Done in about four hours and five minutes. Uh use the promo code Passer and uh you'll uh you'll get some good discounts. I mean it, it's some great discounts actually. But yes, Tom Brady, number twelve, is retired. And it's amazing, it's kind of died down. I feel like the talk has been more about other things, like the Olympics starting this week, or the Borough versus Stafford, or even locally, the Nets disaster. That drama unfolding. Can Hard Will Harden be traded? Is it inevitable? We don't know. We don't know. But I will say this. To pin all this on Kyrie Irving is wrong for the Nets. That's what I'll say about that. To pin all this on Kyrie Irving is wrong. And Harden even said it's not about Kyrie. So it was good that he stood by his teammate for this. He's just upset with the Nets organization overall. But back to my main topic Tom Brady, love him, hate him. Quite frankly, can't stand him. He took his reps. He took his practice. He took himself from the backup role to Drew Bledsoe and worked. I believe he's a student of the game. I've said this time and time again, and I'll say it again. He's a student of the game. He took in Bill Belichick's coaching. He took in what he learned. Every snap he took, whether in practice or in regulation. He bounced back from injury. He he wasn't always agile, no. But he could pinpoint the receiver like you could never believe. He could orchestrate under two-minute drives like you could never believe. He actually even had a heart. So here's the deal: He was asked in media day, quite a few years ago, um, about who his hero is. And this is the day before they beat the that we beat the Falcons. will get to that in a second. But I believe this is when uh, this was the week of that Super Bowl against the Falcons. Brady was asked this by a young kid in the audience. Who's my hero? It's a great question. Well, I think my dad is my hero because he's someone that I look up to every day. And, uh, my dad, I'd say my dad represents his feelings. Um, you know, because he's, you know, he's a dad and, you know, I'm a dad and, uh, so, yeah, he got so choked up there. You could see it. And what is incredible about that is the day In the day after the day of, the false rumors at the time of his retirement, I mean, it didn't happen over the weekend, last weekend, Tom Brady Sr. said this is absolutely wrong. Said it's conjecture. Basically saying Tom did not retire yet. So his dad stepped into the mix, and that's how serious those misreports were, Adam Schefter and Co., and co. But that was a special moment that that kid asked him and then he just, he broke down and you could tell there he has that human side. I think he had a human side when he moved to Tampa. He wanted to be close to his kid in Tampa Bay. Little did he know he'd go out with a ring. The seventh one. Little did he know that he would go out a bigger winner than he, you know, than just New England. He just, he just did something he passed Drew Brees this year. I mean, he was still doing it. He led the Bucks to a big win again. Rams just happened to have the mojo. Going into and then out of Tampa Bay. But Tom Brady retiring shakes the world. Shakes the NFL world. And... As far as him not thanking the Pat fan, Patriots organization, he thanked the Pat fans organization. We know why, because he was still dealing with them and they're going to play one more game in, in New England. I'm sure that's going to go for 50 grand, right? I mean, that final game for Tom Brady, already jerseys and everything going for thousands of dollars online. But the guy, the kid from Michigan, Who made who was by the way believe pick number one hundred ninety-nine in the draft? Well, he sure showed them, didn't he? He sure showed them. And you know what's funny, by the way? Remember a few years ago, Reese Hoskins went fifteenth and he was so upset that um that he was drafted much lower. He believed it. where is he now? Where is Reese Hoskins now? You don't hear his name mentioned as much. You just do not. Tom Brady might have been drafted like the last... One of the last picks of the draft, if not the last. And he was humble about it. He worked at his craft. I think he did get some calls along the way, let's be honest. The tuck roll was one of the very first a really introduction to Tom Brady, in the snow. Did he tuck it? Did he fumble it? They said he tucked it, hence he didn't fumble it. That was a huge call. Vinatieri then went on to kick them. You know, I, I love Robbie Gold, but Vinatieri of the 2000s feels like the Robbie Gold now, meaning he kept kicking the Patriots into Super Bowl euphoria over and over Completing, basically being the Mariano Rivera to Tom Brady's epic drives to end these games. End these Super Bowls. Bring another ring to New England. But let's talk about, let's talk about the 2017 Super Bowl. I'm so glad I played that. Because, you know, later that week, against Atlanta, we all know the deal. We all know that New England was down 28-3 to could Matt Ryan, Matty Ice and the Falcons do something that only one other team the the Giants had been able to do and the answer was no the answer was almost like against the Rams when he came back and tied them this year nearly five years ago the answer was no You were not going to stop Tom Brady. You were not going to stop Gronkowski. You were not going to stop Edelman. You weren't going to stop any of those guys. They had a drive. They kept their energy going. Atlanta lost energy. And all of a sudden, Brady and the Patriots won again. And I was very happy then too. You know why? Because Goodell got his you-know-what handed to him when he had to hand over the trophy to the Patriots after a deflate gate that went nowhere. That went nowhere. So for him to be humiliated in that way by having to give the Patriots the, you know, the championship, the Vince Lombardi trophy, uh, was kind of rewarding if you're an NFL fan. Because remember what he did after that? Remember what Goodell did? He said, I want a jet. So you fumble the, pun intended, you fumble the Bounty Gate, which, by the way, your former boss... Uh, Ta- Paul uh, Tagliabue, I think it was Paul Tagliabue, said it was. You know that the Goodell was wrong. You've got your predecessor and your former boss saying you were wrong, on that. Then you pick this DeflateGate fight, and the Patriots win. <laughs> the Patriots win. And you are forced to hand over the trophy. I love that. I love when people who make millions of dollars and ridiculous salary and want the Jets. Yet can't even figure out how to run the league. This should be Super Bowl weekend. I'm sorry. This should be Super Bowl weekend. But no. Let's add an 18th week. Albeit 96 playoff scenarios. In week 18, according to Scott Graham of Westwood One Sports, made for a hell of a final week, didn't it? 96 scenarios coming into it. The Colts absolutely collapse against the Jaguars, who all of a sudden have hired uh, Doug Peterson, who basically checked out of Philadelphia just a couple years ago. Now he's going to fix that team? I don't know, but it doesn't seem like it's going to work. You know, he just checked out of Philadelphia. And you know what? To me, Doug Peterson lost his license as a coach. I know he beat Brady. I know Foles was brilliant. I know Zach Ertz was unbelievable. But you know what? You lose your coaching license when you don't play Jalen Hurts, your big draft pick. In a must-win situation, you just let Washington win? Because... You're unhappy with the way Loria and that organization run it because you don't want the Giants to get a playoff spot and you get another chance at coaching? Jacksonville, didn't you see he gave up? He gave up. No coach is supposed to give up. And this is another thing about Brady. He never gave up. Down 28-3, never gave up. Down against the Rams, never gave up. He was on the ropes a couple times. Even against the Giants, he might have lost but he never gave up. He would throw that ball at least three, four times in that final sequence in 2008. The Giant defense was unbelievable. And if that ball in the end zone uh, thrown like a Hail Mary, if Gronkowski was just a couple feet closer, the Patriots win that. So good on the Giant defense, but Tom Brady never gave up. Neither did his coach. It's why as much as they're hated and as much as I can't stand the personalities but respect the athlete and respect the coaching, Nick Saban, Tom Brady, and Bill Belichick are forever tied in work ethic. They're forever tied together in the hardcore winning that each of them did, whether as a coach or a quarterback because all three of them, all three of them never gave up. You could be up 33 to 10, which has happened on multiple occasions by the way for the Patriots and Belichick would get his guys to the line. That's why they win. Sabin up 42 nothing get your ass to the line and they do. And they do. They're winners. That's why they're intrinsically tied, you know, tied together. I know that Brady didn't go to Michigan. I didn't go to Alabama. But I also know that those three men could be tied together in football lore forever. Because they never gave up. Brady would get his team to the line, even if it was... 20-point lead. Belichick would make sure his guys were hurried to the line. And you could tell the Brady-Belichick mix was a true blue mix. No matter what reports were coming out about the friction, the bottom line is Brady and Belichick had synergy. I think Mac Jones could get there. But I think the fact that Veteran Cam Newton struggled in New England right after Brady, showed that the Brady-Belichick synergy was real. But they never gave up on the game. They never gave up, Doug Peterson, when they were down 28-3. You are down, I don't care if it's meaningless, in an NFL game and you have a chance to come back. You have a chance to at least get a win. Boost morale to end the season. And you bench Jalen Hurts for the rest of that game. I was disgusted. I figured that, you know, Doug Peterson had lost his coaching license for that. And you could say, well, Belichick should have lost his license for the whole spy gate and deflate gate. They played hard. And they won. They overcame all that, all those obstacles. I hated them. I I, I hated every time Brady played any of these local teams or any time Brady was on the screen. I just wanted him to lose. I'll be honest. Because it was just fun to beat Brady because he was unbeatable 90% of the time. But the Post had it right. And maybe they foresaw this retirement coming. I know it was NFC versus AFC anyway. But they said after he beat the Jets on another comeback, typical comeback for Brady, one last time. And that it was, one last time. Great wording, New York Post. And the Belichick coaching standard should be the hiring standard. How do you get your guys to win? How do you get your guys to hurry up and get to the line? And win. That should be the question. And I think Belichick answers it every time. I would see him with his headset on up by 30 with like five minutes to go. I would see Mike Tomlin on the other line. No headset. Game over. Checked out. If you're an NFL coach, you should never be checked out. If you're an NFL quarterback, you should never be checked out. And Tom Brady was always locked in, always checked in. And he's locked himself into the Hall of Fame for good. We knew that your retirement was inevitable. We didn't know when. But the world got to see Tom Brady at his best one last. I'm Alexander Garrett. Remember fanatics.com tonight 65% off. You got 3 hours 48 minutes. Get to it. Use passer use code passer. Have a great night everybody.